Jagged sky. I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition my condition. Well, I know what condition my condition is in, so uh, <laughs> I guess I'll go from there. This is Trice Talk, and I'm Donald Wayne, and... Um, I seem to be solo for a few minutes. Whoops, there's the bouncing ball with a little rabbit in it. Let me let me make that connection and and uh, there he is. There he is. What condition is your condition in, Dennis Lee? Well, I, I couldn't find you, Donald Wayne. I didn't know where I couldn't find I didn't me. Know where you, yeah, I kept like, coming on and checking and checking and like where's Waldo? There. Yeah, pretty much. You know, you uh, just never can tell. Mm, things things happen. It is Welcome, wacky. BP. It is wacky Wednesday. Hey, BP. <laughs> um, you missed. Well, I was going to ask you since you weren't there, though. Did you hear the song? Well, I'll ask BP since he's there. D BP, did you hear the song? <laughs> Do you know who that is singing that song? Uh, probably not, because you're probably, I mean, I know you're not old enough to remember when it came out, but it's a well, oh, okay. All right. Well, no was, one heard it. No, what, I, what, what was it? Are you sure? I mean, I'm not saying, are you sure no one heard it? I'm just. Um, golly. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. It's a challenge. I'm going to go back well, and play that. Play, I'm going to play, play it again. I'm going to play that sucker again. I mean, hey, you know, we, we, don't, we don't have a schedule here. We can do whatever we want to do, right? Oh, I mean, hell, this is, this is <laughs> wacky Wednesday. There's, you know. All right. So Welcome I'm going to play that. it again and see if anybody can. Tell me who is singing the song. I don't even need the name of the group, just who's singing. All right, hang on. Let me reset this. All right. 
Sundown shining in. I love that movie. Anybody? Who? The dude. He used to drive around singing that song. Anybody? Oh, well. I, I know it. It's way too old what, for anybody that well, listens well, to this what, show. Well, what is it, Donald Wayne? Well, the song is just dropped in to see what condition my condition was yeah. in. But All the right. singer, the lead singer, this was his very first group. It's Kenny Rogers. Oh, really? Oh, who's Kenny Rogers? Oh. Okay, well, <laughs> now I am old. Who um, said that? I'm just I'm saying that in case anybody <laughs> just stuck oh, to okay. no clue and. All right, a stumper. Well, welcome, Bobby. Well, uh, oh, Jess wants me to oh, play it again. A, All you right, you got a special request? Yeah, let's, let's just let's just do uh, you know, let's circle back around to this song, okay? <laughs> well, <laughs> here we go. All right. <laughs> What are they doing on that show? What kind of show is he? <laughs> I woke up this morning with the sundown shining in. I found my mind in a brown paper bag, but then that's a scary thought. Yeah, that's old Kenny Rogers before he became country, but uh, that was that was this that was a hit song, and I'm not going to tell you what year because it'd be embarrassing for me, but. Yeah, he was. He used to be part of this psychedelic band. But if you wake up and find your mind in a brown paper bag, what kind of stuff did you do the night before? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> What's going on? Is it just me? Am I, am I by myself? <laughs> I need to. I need to have that Eric Carmen song keyed in here so I can play it. <laughs> I, I was so flustered here. I was about to drink chips out of this cup. <laughs> well, um, that'd be a trick. Huh? Yeah, that was that was the first edition. You can Google that sucker, and that was way back there. But Kenny Rogers, he wasn't country yet, and I guess it was that experience that made him go country. I don't know. Those were the days, my friend. They thought mm. they'd never end. Anyway, it's Wacky Wednesday. Wacky. First, time, first time we've really referred it, referred it, referred to it. Hey, Crimson, referred to it as Wacky That's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> You're not taking any pills for that, are you? 
<laughs> not yet. Not yet. Well, <laughs> all right. Um, so I came across this little ditty. Uh, oh, well. The, well, I found a little no shame ditty. in that, Donald. I Mike. found a little ditty today. <laughs> I was looking for material, and as I was googling "Wacky Wednesday," you will never believe what I came up with. And so, I, whoop, um, well, I, 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 I just, oh, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, I dropped the sandwich. Uh, <laughs> I bet I can. I bet I know what you're going to say. Uh, well, don't say it. I want to play it. I want to so bad. Don't ruin it for me. I mean, you know, All right. Go right I have ahead. so few moments. Well, it uh, sounded like you just had one. Um, I did. I I just almost lost the whole kit and caboodle here. Good. Lord. All right. So this this is what I found today. And uh, see if anybody can figure out what it is. If that's not it, that's not it. That's it. It's coming. It all began with that shoe on the wall. The shoe on the wall shouldn't be there at all. Then I looked up and I said, oh man, that's how Wacky Wednesday began. I looked out the window and I said, gee, more things are wacky. And I saw three. Went down the hall, then I said, hey, three more things were wacky today. In the bathroom more, in the bathroom four. I began to dress, then I said, wow, four more things were wacky now. I looked in the kitchen, I said, by cracky, five more things are very wacky. It's late for school, I started along, and I saw that six more things were wrong. And then seven more And the Sutherland sisters, they look wacky too They said nothing is wacky around here but you But look, I yelled, eight things were wrong here at school Nothing is wrong, they said don't be a fool I ran into school, I yelled to Miss Bass Look, nine things are wacky right here in your class Nothing is wacky here in my class Get out, you're the wacky one, I'll said Miss Bass I went out the school door, things were worse than before I couldn't believe it, ten things wacky more then I counted 11 Okay, <laughs> can you take a guess? Sweet Lord, I think these are clips from the government's MK Ultra program, Donald Wayne. Where they <laughs> that's, were, um, that's a session of Congress. Take, L, take LSD. Um. <laughs> uh, BP got it. There's actually, oh, oh Crimson's calling in here. BP got it. Um, that is. Hello. Hey. Hey. Crimson got. I mean, uh, BP forty nine got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you get it too? I didn't no, see. No. Oh, okay. Um, actually, there's a book, a Dr. Seuss book, Wacky Wednesday, and I was looking for them to do the normal voice on dr seuss stuff and and they had this song on there so i had to go with that but yeah there was art there's a uh, dr seuss wacky wednesday book how about that hmm. it was written in uh, or published in 1974 i'd never heard well, of it's it got, it's got good pictures where it won't get banned so 
Uh, well, yeah. It's, about there. <laughs> well, actually, there is a kid standing in the shower. It's a boy standing oh, in the shower, and, and the door's open. I didn't quite understand oh. that, but I'm sure there was a reason for that picture to be in the book. Won't take uh, it. Won't take long for that one to get canceled. You're right, Justin. Uh, I thought it was a little weird, but and then they had a palm tree in the toilet, so I guess that was all in the same picture. Uh, well, that was kind of Doctor Seuss. Now, because that makes me wonder. I wonder. I wonder if Cummings knew that there was a Doctor Seuss book when he suggested that name. Could be. Could be a secret meeting. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if we need to be worried about using this title. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> the lawyers will be contacting us I, next week. They can contact all they want. <laughs> uh, I'll send them your way. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, he's fine. the lawyer in the family. <laughs> he yeah. has more legal yeah. experience than anybody else. Yeah. I let the Rottweiler handle all those requests, so that's fine. <clears throat> uh, I thought that was kind of kind of cool that there was a Dr. Seuss book, especially since we've been talking about Dr. Seuss uh, the last week and a half or so. That is cool. Yeah. 1974. Huh? You were you were just a wee thing. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Well, that didn't take long. <laughs> well, what? Uh, didn't want to expand on that? No, no I'd rather not. <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, yeah. so that's all I had for an opening. Was Well, actually, I had oh, something well. else, but if you want. I, <laughs> I, that was, that was the, the grand that opening was there. One. I thought. Whoa. And there. You're, you're lucky because there was more to that song and I decided not to play it because he comes back and says, wacky, wacky, wacky Wednesday. And I thought, oh, that'd be uh, cute. But it was, I figured everybody was getting antsy. So I use that for a ringtone. Um, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be what? Wacky, 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 wacky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, what kind of eyebrows that. raised on that one? Indeed. So was uh, Dennis a wee thing, or did he have a wee thing? Oh, <laughs> oh, where's, where's the? Oh, here we that's go. That's what BP wrote there. <laughs> oh, is that? <laughs> I don't have. Well, a, you know, can't really have a... judge. Can't really judge when uh, at that age. I don't think BP. Um, but you know, he, he was. Yeah, just keep in mind, he was he was born in the wintertime. It was very cold. That's right. It's the water. It's the water. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Well, uh, well I don't, um, I don't know how to follow that. that. Donald Wayne. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's that's a normal phrase for, for my generation. Um even uh, though it's think? probably it's probably Scottish no. or something. <laughs> it's, it's just but a wee thing. Um, maybe maybe it's the Sean Connery envy or something that I had. I don't know. <laughs> I always Perfect. thought he had such a neat accent. 
Uh, I loved him on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think that was actually him. It, it wasn't him, but it was funny. It was really funny. Uh, I don't remember who played him on Saturday Night Who did that bit with him? Um, that's I, one of the few things that he actually did on that show. I, I don't remember his name either. Yeah, it was I, actually funny. Yeah, he did a good job of that. He did. That's probably why they did that segment so much. Um, well, I did have one other thing. I guess I, I might as well just well, roll into this next Just one. roll it on out there, Donald Wayne. <laughs> uh, and, and you're probably, I can see why you're confused, so I'll go ahead. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just throwing this thing away. It's no okay. use to me now. All right. Well, just hang on there. It, it's going to become relevant soon. Um. <laughs> Anyway, uh, found this story today about a North Carolina woman that uh, uh, she actually uh, she had been uh, adopted as as a a wee thing, and um, as she got older, she decided she wanted to look for her real parents. And uh, her name is Kathy Gilchrist. I don't know if that really matters, but she lives in North Carolina. And she began searching for her biological parents in 2017. So Gil, Gilchrist connected with uh, Susan Gilmore, a third cousin on her biological mother's side, who, whose knack for genealogy research helped her dig deeper into Gilchrist's family history. Uh, Gilmore followed the clues that led to the revelation of Gilchrist's biological father, which was un ultimately confirmed with DNA testing. Gil, Gilcrest recalled getting the news and asking Gilmore, is it somebody famous, she said? And Gilmore replied that, well, yes, it was someone famous. <laughs> Gilmore, this is the cousin, said, the man she found was William Bradford Bishop Jr., who would be about 84 years old today, and that he was wanted for the FBI by the FBI for killing his family. Oh my uh, goodness! Uh, Bishop, the the father, uh, is accused of bludgeoning to death his 68 year old mother. And that's not funny, but 37 uh, year old wife and their three sons, ages five, ten, and fourteen, in Maryland back in 1976. Um, he allegedly drove the bodies to Columbia, North Carolina, where he buried them in a shallow grave and lit them on fire. So but this, wait so second. she, wait. she, so, hmm? so wait, I, I'm sorry. It seems to be a discrepancy. So he buried the bodies and then he lit it on fire. Well, uh, I mean, he was half crazy what, anyway. So I guess, Hey, I didn't write matter. the damn thing. I'm just, <laughs> 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 they said, it says that he he buried them in a shallow grave and lit lit them on fire. Yeah. So My obviously, goodness. maybe he threw. You know, well, let's not get real gory here, but yeah. Oh, okay. uh, now they, of course, he's still on the FBI uh, most wanted list. They have not found him, but um, her research is uh, kind of. Uh, but how old was he at the time? Uh, well, 68? it was. It was back in, did I say 68? Uh, I thought he was 68 and 77. <laughs> no, well, he, he he murdered his family back in 76. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, all these and numbers. It's... So, and, and okay, of course, the, the, the wife at that time was not 
this woman's mother. So, you know, so it wasn't her. But like, yeah, like so they Star Wars episode. They, they think he's living somewhere in Europe. But anyway, she found her dad, or she found out about her dad. Anyway, so you know, you need to be careful about what you search for on <laughs> on those uh, sites. Ancestry. Um, Ancestry.com. I had my own surprises a couple of years ago when I when I took the test and uh, started looking for people, and I found more than I expected. So, goodness gracious! What is yeah, that? We found your... What is? Um, is that, is that sorry, a... I, have the, I have the hiccups, Donald Wayne. Is that a dog? <laughs> <laughs> or are you? It might be a it might be a guppy. I don't know. What are you sitting on a whoopee cushion or something? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. What is that? Growing pains. <laughs> yeah, it's the wee it's thing. A, more than a, more than a wee thing now, Donald Wayne. Uh, my goodness. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, is, so now are you story. caught up? Are you can you, oh, uh, can you now, know where you're at now? now? I, yeah, now I think I know where I'm at. Uh, so, um, so there's a, there's an article I found by Reed McCarter about. Um, they they did an interview with the seller of a haunted paranormal ghost guitar um, that looks weird if you look at the picture of it because it's basically like a bicycle with this huge guitar on the top of it. Um, so there was the so uh, anyone anyone looking to own a, a possibly a demon possessed instrument, um, there is an actually. Uh, a haunted paranormal ghost guitar is described as having come into the seller's possession quite by accident and is now being sold because it's better owned by someone in, uh, more in tune with the tenebrous forces of the malevolent wor- uh, netherworld. The, the who, says. What? The, the, who, what forces? What forces? The tenebrous forces of the malevolent netherworld, Donald Wayne. <laughs> Um, Scottish too. The, yeah, yeah, just we things. The, the guitar's asking price is currently set at a very evil six hundred and sixty-six dollars plus sixty-six dollars and sixty cents shipping. Um, they're calling it the Devil's Tax. Uh, the listing, <laughs> written in a tone of high um, Vincent Price-esque. Camp says, and I'm reading this article, so that's what they've got on here. Um, says the ghoulish guitar was once owned by a neighborhood kid rumored to be into devil worship, seances, Aleister Crowley, black magic, and other dark endeavors of the spirit world. This uh neophyte necromancer, wow, whoa, um, <laughs> that's uh. That's a tall order there. I don't know. If that's, that's some you fighting might get words slapped there. You, I'm telling you. Um, died mysteriously on Halloween 1979 at 13 years old. Um, probably nicknamed Michael Myers. Apparently electrocuted, even though this is an acoustic guitar. <clears throat> years later, the listing reads, the seller <laughs> ran into the defunct boy's mother, uh, herself a propagating practitioner of the pagan arts and was given the guitar. In this time since, its strings have been heard to discordantly ring out on their own. The guitar has transported itself from a closet and onto the owner's bed, and it once, allegedly, levitated out of the trash can 
um, that the the owner somberly placed it in. Um, so the people who wrote the article reached out to the seller, professional musician Eddie Marabaker, about the listing and, and his cursed guitar. Marabaker <laughs> says his listing racked up uh, just shy of 12,000 views as of yesterday afternoon, and that he's received 48 offers and was even contacted by the TV series Ghost Hunters, who wanted uh, to devote a full episode to the dastardly tale. He's declined everything that's come his way so far um, because he wants the guitar to go to the right person, apparently Lucifer himself. But most people, Marabaker wrote in an email, have messaged to say they found his listening funny or have made offers because he suspects they want the guitar to to be used in some occult ritual. Um, like playing the devil went down to Georgia or something like that, I suppose. Uh, others have been in touch to express how angry that they are. He'd allow this dangerous guitar to go out into the world. Um, when asked whether he thinks the ghost guitar is actually haunted, Mary Baker wrote that uh, it isn't much what I believe or not, but rather what the reader believes it's important. In any case, he's pretty attached to it until the right buyer comes along. Um, because he gets a certain magical mojo out of her when riding or performing with it. Um, <laughs> so you can hear the actual guitar on songs uploaded on Mara Baker's YouTube channel. Um, so, I mean, it doesn't sound like he's using this to make any money. I can't imagine. Um, and he's even got a soundtrack called Leaving All, uh, Leave All Your Cares Behind. As to the instrument's actual make, Mary Baker's listening says he thinks the guitar is a K Western special from the late 1950s or 60s, but Satan has apparently stricken the brand name decal from the headstock. So it's hard to be certain. Um, but he advises the eventual buyer to please use extreme caution when conjuring the phantasmic spirits that seem to be channeled through the eerie instrument. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I mean, he, he's getting a lot of hits, so maybe uh, you know, twelve thousand views, and he's just trying to drive that price up. But uh, you know, well, he may it's, have it's, a hard time getting just, rid of that. Yeah, I don't know if I. You know, we don't need any more trouble, much less a possessed guitar. <laughs> um, Wake up in the middle of the night and it's playing, you know, Stairway to Heaven yeah. or something. Yeah, or, or Love Me Tender. I'm, I'm just not dealing with it. I'm not dealing with it. Uh, yeah. It's, it's on to you, Donald Blaine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bueller. Bueller. Yeah. I was waiting for you to say Bueller. <laughs> um, all right. So... Next little ditty is a um, <laughs> from Reuters. It's a stunt man soaks in bean dip for 24 hours oh my God. To, to save his favorite restaurant. Oh, well. <laughs> so when your favorite re- Mexican restaurant is struggling to stay alive, what else would you do but sit in a pool of bean dip outside for 24 hours to attract diners? Mm. Would that really attract diners for People to see you sitting in a pool of bean dip. I don't know. I mean, um, I looked well, at the picture I, I and 
That was the thinnest That's bean gross. dip I've ever seen in my life. It, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for somebody to walk up with a handful of chips and and dip out of the pool, but they didn't. Well, that's, what I was gonna, that's what I was going to say. Are they actually serving that to the patients? No, I mean it. It. it yeah. yeah, I mean when when the guy moves, you could see ripples in the pool. So that's not. I was thinking, you know, real. Well, it looked like puke. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it did. It was because it, you know, bean dip doesn't move like that. I've never, I've had salsa move like that, but <laughs> not, not that I mean move in the way you made thinking. I'm talking about moving, but <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? What, let me, what are you let me, let me oh, move on to the article itself <laughs> instead of expontificating on it. <laughs> Whoa. Um, where, uh, yeah. to dry- to, to drive the point home, Stuntman Dolph, Hunter. Dolph says, I'm sure there were occasional bubbles. <laughs> yes. Well, they did oh, have well. to heat the bean dip, Dolph. you got to mix it uh, somehow. Uh, oh, oh Donald Wayne. Just throw some guacamole on top of that and some sour cream. Oh, and that's right. what they should have done is had a contest to see who would oh. be willing to eat out of that pool. That sounds um, a bobbing, bobbing for beans. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I thought that was a bean. <laughs> poor, poor Larry never came up for air again. Huh? Enchiladas in here, too. Uh, to drive the point home, stuntman Hunter Ray Barker is wearing a T-shirt and a, <laughs> and a mask with the <laughs> Los Toros restaurant logo. Which features three bulls. <laughs> and he got his arm tattooed with the same image while he was in the pool. Uh, he said, uh, Hunter Ray Barker said, we have a golden opportunity to grab the bull by the horns and support local businesses in a big explosive way. Especially later on in the evening. Uh, Barker said oh. he was a Taurus, which, you know, that kind of fits. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, see, he, he visited oh the restaurant for family celebrations while growing up, which is why he felt <laughs> felt like he wanted to do this. Where, uh, what state was this in? Do we know that? Donald I Mike? think it's California. It, it had to be. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's California. Oh, my goodness. So Barker told the restaurant owner, Nicholas Montano, that he wanted to help the business. Barker's devotion does not waver even when nature calls. If you were wondering, people oh, ask wow. him, ask him, people ask him, what are you, <laughs> what are you going to do when it comes time to go to the uh, restroom? And this even makes that mixture sound even more enticing. Uh, he answered, I do have a funnel that's connected to me right now. So anytime oh, I have to go, number one, <laughs> it's connected to a bag. Well, you know, uh, the it's patrons the thought that the... was a. Oh, okay, this is in the pool. Okay. Patrons okay, thought that say... was a beer bong. I don't know. I... <laughs> oh, so, so then they said, "Well, you know, how about number two? He said that's a different story. We'll just have to wait and see. So, oh, I, that must be black bean dip. Oh, it does not I say how much there. money they raised that day or how many people fainted when they saw him. Mm. Uh, you know, I hope I, they saved the restaurant at least. It, it does not but, say. 
Although they may have shut him down for a health, a bad health score after that. Well, if anybody had dipped out of the pool, they would have shut him down for sure. My goodness. (laughs) (laughs) But it does wonders for your skin. Um, Yeah, I I can see. uh, He probably had the legs of a had the legs of a twenty year old after he got out of that dip. You know, sucking for as long as he did. Yeah, but see, it was it was so so. Uh, thin. I, I would imagine he came out pretty wrinkled. Is the only oh, way, nice way I can say it. Hey, Eric. Hey, hey Eric. Eric. <laughs> uh, you hear us talking about bean dip, Eric? You like bean dip? I got interrupted by a phone call. Oh, that's okay. No that's all right. Yeah, we were just talking about the the joys of dipping out of a pool with a man sitting in it. Yeah, um, <clears throat> the aesthetic effects of bean dip. That, uh, <laughs> but good. if you uh, you ought to go online and look at it because when you see that the the ripples in the and the bean dip, you know, I mean, you, uh, you you ought to put that on the Facebook page, Donald Wayne, so we can see the picture of that. Okay, I'll see um, if I can, if can. I can manage that. <laughs> Get some <laughs> help watch, from uh, a technical uh, crew. <laughs> The patrons do the uh, mouth chip dip there. Um, oh, my goodness. My mm. goodness. So um, so we go from that to we'll stick with food, Donald Wayne. There's a story on um, Eater, that's E-A-T-E-R, <laughs> by, Jenny, by Jenny Zhang, <clears throat> that a former Panda Express employee says she was made to strip at cult-like work endorsed seminar. Now, this is Panda Express, the um, fast food Chinese kitchen. So keep that in mind. Um, In a new lawsuit against Panda Express, a former employee alleges that in 2019, she was forced to strip down to her underwear and hug a similarly undressed colleague in front of fellow workers and and strangers. Um, God bless her. The incident allegedly occurred at a self-improvement seminar. This is Panda Express. Everybody remember remember that. Yeah, well, so much for going there anymore. At a self-improvement seminar that our manager told her was required in order to be considered for promotion. Um, So apparently there's a casting couch at Panda Express. Uh, The employee whose name... Uh, is not being disclosed, of course, you know, um, even if they put it on there, we wouldn't say her name for this, but had, had been working as a cashier at Panda Express in Santa Clarita, California, go figure, for nearly three years when she was told about the seminar, which was described as a prerequisite for career advancement, according to the lawsuit. She alleged that she paid out of pocket the four-day program, so she had to pay for this, which was administered by the company Alive Seminars and Coaching Academy, but sponsored by Panda Express. (laughs) The seminar quickly devolved into (laughs) psychological abuse. Per the complaint, attendees were allegedly verbally berated, prohibited from using their cell phones, and kept isolated in a room with no clock and with doors and windows covered with black cloth, likened to a site for off-the-books interrogation of terrorist suspects. Um, 
The undressing occurred during a bizarre trust-building exercise in which partially clad participants were allegedly <laughs> ogled by seminar staff and, and took turns revealing their inner struggles until fellow attendees believed them, according to the suit. Um, the complaint continues, the last male participant had some difficulty convincing the others and, as a result, broke down in tears. The plaintiff was told to stand up and go to the middle of the room with the male participant where they were forced to hug it out, wearing nothing but their underwear and both of them eating an egg roll. Um, later, <laughs> actually, they didn't put that in there. I just thought it was uh, I should have known later, that was you. The, the employee alleged the seminar staff member recorded her while she was still partially undressed during another exercise in which attendees had to pretend their negative energy was being excised from their bodies. Again, this is Panda Express. Shortly after the, the conclusion of the multi-day seminar, which the employee compared to a cult initiation ritual, she resigned from Panda Express, citing intolerable working conditions and the humiliation she had experienced while attending the seminar. This was called a trust-building exercise, but it was opposite of trust-building, the employee attorney Oscar Ramirez told the Washington Post. It required employees to subject themselves to dehumanizing activities in order to prove their loyalty to the company. Um, Panda Restaurant Group, the parent company of Panda Express, said it is taking the allegations very seriously and is conducting an investigation. Uh, the Orange County Register reported, the company also denied having any ownership, interest, or control over alive seminars and disputed the claim that workers are required to participate in the seminars to earn promotions. Jeez. Um, but the 20 to 50 Panda Express employees who attended the 2019 seminar in Los Angeles were required to provide their employee identification numbers and receive workshop material with Panda Express logo, um, and uh, in a bento box. Ramirez told the Orange County Register a live seminars um, served in essence as a as an extension of Panda Express's own human resource department, the suit alleges. Um, my goodness. The uh, a live seminars told the Orange County Register in a statement that his training sessions are presented with respect and dignity. I, <laughs> that doesn't really sound like it to me, but I, you know, I know California is a little different. But um, the lawsuit filed against both the fast food chain and a live seminar seeks unspecified damages for sexual battery, a hostile work environment, failure to prevent harassment, uh, constructive discharge, and violation of public policy. Interesting. And an intentional infliction of emotional distress. Ramirez told the Washington Post and, and that other Panda Express workers who had to pay out of pocket for the seminar have come together with plans to file a clash action lawsuit. That is Panda Express. So, I mean, I wouldn't recommend working there. Maybe, you know, I, I guess they're, I, I guess they're a franchise. So I don't know that, you know, they probably, 
like a Chick-fil-A, I didn't look into that or anything like that, to where they're owned independently. I'm sure they are. Um, so you can't label all Panda Express as bad, but my goodness. Um, well, um, that's, that's, uh, that's a lot. I've heard of team building exercises, but uh, nobody ever had to strip down um, unwillingly. <laughs> I'm aware the bar very. That bar is well. not very high in California. <laughs> I mean, well, and here's the thing about Chick Fil A that um, that franchise owners can't just come in and um, you know and be licensed to own like a Chick Fil A franchise. You, you've got to. Work, work your way up in that company. Right, right. You got to go up through the ranks. But, so. um, but, but Subway, you know, has the largest number of franchise locations followed by McDonald's. But but I think in, in, in this COVID pandemic, Subway's had to close a, you know, quite a few like underperforming stores. Mm. Can you imagine what, a, what a, one of those team building things would be like for a McDonald's if they still, you know, supported the old Ronald McDonald and stuff like that? And, uh, you know, it's just some of that. That's that's. I mean, it's horrible for the people who experience that, but that's that's just crazy. I just can't imagine that. They, right. You know, there's not some people in jail already over that. Well, and they had to pay for it. Um, you sure that wasn't in like, New York? <laughs> nope, nope. Straight up California. Um, and you know, I would start thinking it's weird when the first time that I saw. Okay, here goes here goes Group A. Well, we're back here in the back going, oh, what are they What are they doing taking their clothes off? Uh, I mean, I'm just up for an assistant manager position. Uh, I've been to a lot of seminars. Oh, really? and never was one of the requirements. <laughs> we're talking about building teams, um, not building relationships here. I don't really Jeez. understand. But that's, that's horrible. It's really horrible. Goodness um, gracious. Well, um, you know. <laughs> right. Right. That, yeah. That, if you're if you're stupid enough to do it, then you don't get the promotion. That <laughs> that might uh, that might be an enticement for some yeah. people to go apply for a job. Oh, uh, you didn't you didn't get the job, but you do have a relationship with the person you did the uh, the training with. So, as you I said, mean, they were eating the egg roll with. Is that what you said a minute ago? Yeah, like uh, lip. Yeah, mouth. To, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to take that any further. He's provoking me. <laughs> I had Chinese takeout for dinner last night. Um, oh, yeah! I went to a place down in in, in Conyers where um, they have like menu items. Everything is like a dollar ten per scoop. Or oh. or in the case of shrimp, it's like two for a dollar, and egg rolls two for a dollar. The Aberdeen uh, is three for a dollar. Was that was that a buffet? That was a buffet. It's not a buffet. It's 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 kind of like um like you a said like scoop, a scoop. So I would just. Yeah. But well, they, they 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 scoop it into the to go container for you. Oh, okay, okay. But nobody got. Um, naked. It, it's not like a buffet where you would sit down and eat. Right, but they weren't enticing anybody to strip down to their underwear. Um, I don't think so. Okay, good. <laughs> good. good. You didn't. You yeah. didn't notice. <laughs> it, it, it's like a mom I mean, and pop like style Chinese was, Chinese like takeout. I was busy eating dinner. I wasn't looking around what people were doing. I mean, they were catching shrimp in their mouth. Uh, you know, but, uh, oh, oh my goodness! Oh, that's something uh-huh. they do at this little Oriental place down the street. Us. <laughs> Have you ever? They throw shrimp. I mean, I won't ever do it because I know I'm going to miss it. It's going to end up in the floor. So, but yeah, they. they oh, these they, are big they shrimp too. Shrimp with a 
spatula or whatever that thing is. Uh, some some shiki or something. <laughs> their like tool. Or... Yeah. Their tool. Oh. Yeah, they toss it over. One of those tools that you know. Hey, do the do the choo choo train again. I love it when you do that. (laughs) I love some of the names of those sushi things at the sushi place we go to. Yeah, well, I mean, we can have a whole show on those too. Yeah, we could do a show on on names of sushi sushi. Susie, 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 you drinking you coffee it. or hot chocolate? Or, uh, at or, this point, uh, I think he's drinking some bourbon out of it. It's, tea. it's almost summertime down here in Atlanta. Uh, it was in the 70s today, so I don't know what it it'll is be, up in your neck of the woods. It'll be 80 degrees this weekend, they say. Oh, geez. Well, speaking yeah. of coffee mugs, the old yes. man, Grammy, sent me a, a coffee mug that's like says prescription coffee on. I think Dina Joe got one, too. Oh, cool. Prescription coffee? I'd have to send y'all a picture of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Cool. I, mean, I think it was custom made because with my name on it. Oh, uh, nice. Yep. Well, send that one back and we'll sign the bottom of it. Bottom of it for you there, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess that means like the Trice Talk coffee mug. I think Slot would have to send his back for you and get us to autograph it. And I guess Just Duck is the same way too. Actually, <laughs> actually, we can get a picture put in the in the bottom of the inside of the cup, so when you get low, you can always see our little faces right there. In the yeah, bottom of the cup. yeah, you can see we little Dennis in the bottom of the cup. But otherwise, this morning I drank coffee out of my Las Vegas coffee cup I got two years ago when I attended my brother and sister in law's wedding. Oh, cool. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas. Oh. Well, and, that, well, and that's, of course, the site of a future podcaster convention if we ever get that up and running. Oh, really? Oh, Lord, well, Las Vegas? Well, I mean, me, me and Slightly and a couple other friends have talked about it. Well, Slightly can drive over there from where he's at. Where it's, it's a four hour drive. It's um, a little trek from here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be a four-hour flight. I don't know if we have that in our budget, Dennis Lee. Or the- uh, I we, can tell you without a doubt, we do not. Maybe it would take a day and a half for LEJ to get from Texas over to Las Vegas. Now we can panhandle, Donald. Well, yeah, Island, we could. We could hitchhike and and do interviews all the way across uh, the country. Crowdfunder. There we go. <laughs> we can do the crowdfunding or whatever along the way and see how far Donald Wayne and Dennis Lee can get. Yeah, well, I got and, a uh, feeling we'll end up, you know, maybe just we won't even get out of Georgia. Uh, right. With, with the funding. I mean, I don't Please. think we're supposed to be in this part of town. Listen, we, we need 20 more bucks. <laughs> They've been in Birmingham for three weeks. You can't get out of here. Oh, my goodness. Well, all right. So, <clears throat> are you ready for this day in history, Dennis Lee, or do well, we have anything? Well, I'm uh, glad you asked. There's always a day in history, and uh, uh, today is one of those days as well. <laughs> um, we're we're uh, 
we're going to do this day in music history since it's frivolity day. And uh, I know you always appreciate that. Oh, I do. Um, because this is where everyone gets to guess, and you can you can gain points. Now, BP's already got gasped? a million points. Um, oh, uh, did, did you hear that? Uh, pardon me. I thought um, you said this is where everyone gets the gas. <laughs> oh, no. No, that was your bean dip the story, bean dip. Donald, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Okay. So, the first song up, let's see if uh, I'm sure this will be an easy one. If I got to guess this. You ain't Oh, <laughs> Jerry Lewis. That's Hound Dog by Elvis. There you go. So, uh, Crimson got it. Uh, Eric got it. Uh, so, yeah, you get uh, you get five hundred thousand points apiece. <laughs> Woo! Um, oh, that so works. It, yeah, right. In nineteen fifty-six, uh, on this day in history, RCA Records placed a half-page. Advertisement in Billboard magazine claiming that Elvis Presley was the new singing rage, and uh, which he ended up being at that time. Um, oh, Elvis, is the hips? See. The hips, you're gonna throw one out of place. Um, <laughs> let's see, there. Woo! let's see if we get this one. I know the name of the song. Can't think of the artist right this second. Anybody know? Or I'll just get it. It was featured in Dirty Dancing. Hey Baby. Oh, was it? All right. Anybody got the artist? Uh, oh, my phone. <laughs> Do I get any points for mentioning a movie it was featured in? Yes, you actually get 20 points for that, Eric, um, as a side bonus. Um, so, BP said, hey, baby. You said, hey, baby, Donald Wayne. So, that's um, 100 points apiece on that. Uh, the artist is Bruce uh, Chanel. Um, I guess it's Chanel. It wouldn't, I don't think it'd be Channel. Um, so on this on this day on this day in 1962, Bruce Chanel started a three-week run at number one on the U.S. singles chart with "Hey Baby." The song features a prominent riff from the harmonica player Delbert McClinton, who, while touring the U.K. in 1962 with the Beatles, uh, McClinton met John Lennon and gave him some harmonica tips, not lips. Harmonica <laughs> tips. Um, yep. Lennon, Lennon put the lessons to use right away on "Love Me Do." Actually, so um, yeah, that's, I, that's, I always thought that was a good song, and that was a good movie too, Eric. Yeah. What was the movie? Um, Dirty Dancing. Mean, it was featured in Dirty, Dirty Dancing. Dancing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Um, that, that movie featured a lot of great songs, in, including oh, some one-hit wonders like Patrick Swayze's. Um, what, what was that oh, one-hit wonder, Patrick Swayze? She, she's like the wind. Or yeah, she's like that. she's got the wind. Yeah, I remember that. More references to the bean dip. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one. Let's see if anybody gets this.
sounds familiar, but I can't think of the name of an artist. Yeah, if you're uh, it sounds like it was featured in the movie House Party. May have been. Um, I know if you if you were a, a fan of music in the nineties, you would you would remember this. Real, um, it sounds real early nineties to me. Yeah. So on this day in history, no, no, BP, sorry, <laughs> oh sorry, but you actually get five. You get five points for actually a good guess there. Um, that, that, I think that might be the joke of the night. Right. So in 1995, on this day in history, Stone Roses, um, uh, former manager Gareth Evans, um, had a $17 million lawsuit with the band that was settled out of court over alleged wrongful dismissal for an undisclosed sum. Undisclosed sum. He just disclosed the sum. Anyways, their manager sued the band back on this day in history in 1995. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Stone Roses would be who that is. I don't remember the Stone Roses. It's and been that's... on a few, it's been on a few movies, but, um, let's see if anybody gets this. I'm not sure what phase I was in in the nineties, but. <laughs> I'll stand by you. Okay. Who is the artist? Let me think. And you probably hear this oh, song where they put the oh. sad little puppy uh, and cat uh, things on the TV and you give 50 bucks to the SPCA. Yeah, um, I know who it is. But it's not Sarah McLaughlin, is it? No, no, it's not Sarah McLaughlin. It's um, Arms of an Angel. Uh, <clears throat> I, mean, I mean, her voice sounds familiar, but I just cannot uh, place her uh, or think of her name. Don't pretend to know it. I mean, you know. I don't think it's Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm deducting 500 points from each of you because I just gave you a guess. Um, it's the Pretenders. I'll stand oh. by you. Um, oh, it's a so, group. It's a group. But Chrissy Hind is the singer in oh. the group. And in, so on that's a great song his, nonetheless. It is, actually. Um on this day in history, back in 2000, Chrissy Hind was arrested for leading an animal rights protest against the clothing firm The Gap, who were accused of using leather from cows slaughtered illegally and cruelly. The protest took place in a store in Manhattan. Um, so, doesn't the word yeah. "slaughter" mean that it's cruel? I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's a I, uh, an in, a, a humane way to cut a cow's ha head off so uh you know I, I just never have seen it but i could be wrong right <clears throat> let's see um so well, y'all were so close on that one let's see there's, there's the big points up for this one Anyone? <laughs> okay. Not, that was not, not even close for me. Yeah, this is this would be a little tough. Um, so on this day in history, back in 2005, um, a survey carried out by Music Choice concluded that angels 
by Robbie Williams was the song Britons would most like played at their funeral. Frank Sinatra's My Way was second, and Monty Python's Always Look on the Bright Side of Life was <laughs> voted in third place. Um, I like that one. I think that'll be the one to go for me. But, um, yeah, so this is UK, so it's kind of a, a cheat for y'all on, that, uh, on y'all on that one. So. I should have known it was a British British thing because you always yeah, get me with the like, British songs. Yeah, um, always, Robbie Williams. Yeah, yeah. Robbie Williams was known for songs like "Let Me Entertain You" and "Millennium." Oh, very good. Well, and those those were like like nineties. We've got one left, and um, there's a chance for redemption. Um, bonus points blended in here somewhere. Let's see. I'm guessing this one's another one of those stumpers, but um, so you'll at least remember this from music trivia. Um, on this day in history in 2019, American guitarist, singer, and songwriter Aza Brebner died at age 65. <clears throat> he was a member of the Modern Lovers, led by Jonathan Reichman. Um, they're best known for their 1976 hit Roadrunner, which Rolling Stone ranked at number. 274 on their list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Um, but yeah. Kind of a little Rolling Stone-esque sound to it there. <clears throat> yeah, it does, doesn't it? I thought it was a collaboration of, of several different music yeah, stars. Uh, watching them, uh, yeah, they're, they're definitely having a good time jamming there. I don't know what that guy's doing in the back. <laughs> um, bless this day in history, all those years ago. Um, well, thanks for that trip down memory lane. Well, anytime. <laughs> well, you ready for me to get the boys out, Donald? Yeah, well, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Expose them, Dennis Lee. All right. <laughs> Is it just me, or did they seem a little more energetic tonight? Did you did you talk to them about? <clears throat> it? I, I, well, no, I think that's just you, Donnelly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this is going to be short and sweet tonight. We have four or five items on here, but I'm only going to talk about one of them, really. So, wow, wow. I will mention them just because they are National Calendar Days for Wednesday, March the 10th. Today was National. Blueberry popover day. Have you ever had, oh. had a popover? 
I well, mean, is that what they do during a sleepover, Donald Wayne? Or, oh, I, I, that must no. be some foreign term. I mean, you know, turnovers I've had, but a popover, uh, not not one invited anyway. Or maybe it is like something they do over in Britain. Uh, we like to have a popover. Yeah, um, but it, it says you can, you know, cram jellies and and cream cheese and all that stuff in them. So that's, oh, that's okay, okay. blueberry <laughs> popover day. Uh, it's also national pack your lunch day. So oh, uh, wow. in case, you know, you need some encouragement to do that. Uh, it's also national women and girls HIV AIDS awareness day. So, oh, okay. uh, it's also national registered dietitian <clears throat> nutritionist day. Oh, great. All right. And the only one I'm going to talk about, it was National Mario Day as well. Uh, the Mario? character, Yeah. Carry, uh, the character <laughs> known as, today as Mario first appeared in 1981 in a game called Anybody? Anybody? What uh, game was it? Mario, Mario Brothers. Brothers. Nope. Nope. He, he was in another game before he got his own game. He was actually just Luigi? a. That's his brother. Donkey Kong. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Jess Duck. Jess Duck got it. Yeah, give her some Woo, points. Jess got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, give her the clap. <clears throat> he, but he was not <laughs> he was not named Mario in the uh the Donkey Kong game. He portrays um a carpenter named Jumpman in, in the Donkey Kong game. And he was actually Jump a bad man. guy. Jump, not junk. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not junk man. No, no, no. Uh, so he was a bad character in the Donkey Kong game. He kept causing problems for the Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't think there was, was a donkey in donkey? that game. Where was uh, the donkey in that I, game, by the way? I don't think there was a donkey Donald. Well, why do they call it Donkey Kong then? Uh, I never uh, really uh, thought about uh, that. I'm not sure, but I, I specifically don't remember a donkey at all. <laughs> okay. Donkey. Uh, oh, uh, oh. So it, was, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't until 1983 that Nintendo decided to launch a new game in which the bad guy, Jumpman, reinvents himself into an Italian plumber. So he went from being a carpenter to being a plumber who rescues and, princesses. And what? Italian. Um, well, he was oh, he's, he was Italian in the first game. He just was a was carpenter. Okay. Um, a junk carpenter. <laughs> no, jump. <laughs> jump, Dennis Lee. Jump. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So with over 210 million copies of the Mario game sold, Mario ranks as one of the most popular video games of all times. Oh, so wow. today was, uh, is what, is it past midnight yet? Yep. Oh, yesterday was national Mario day. <laughs> so you can, you can wake the boys up again there, Dennis Lee. We're done with that. Little. There we go, boys. Tell you what, he can uh, such a joy. Definitely, 
just brimming with excitement, I tell you. They can they can pick and grin, can't they? Oh, with the best of them. Is there a video of those guys? Did you well, say they're playing every time I play it? It's a video. It is a video. Well, I, you need to send that to me. I'd like to see what they look like, so I can have that picture in my head every time you play it. Well, I think you should. I'll, I'll send it over now. Uh, so, being uh, Wacky Wednesday, here we are again and doing one of the one of our favorite things to do, and we're going to play some songs. And uh, the category tonight is. Um, well, we, we each have a different category. My category is songs with strange titles. And then, uh, let's see, what is yours, Dennis? Uh, 10, 10, 10, 10 weird cover songs. So you're yes. going to play versions of cover songs done by people other than the original artist, artiste. Yes. Artiste. Um, and, uh, I, I think it's only fair that, um, for each uh, person who uh, each each guess on the uh, name of the song will be a million points, and if you guess the person who is singing it, then I think you should at least get an extra three million points. So you got a chance for four million points per song. So well, I can tell you right now, there up. won't there will not be anybody in here that'll guess any of the ones that I'm going to play. Well, I, 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 these are going to be, I didn't say they were going to be easy to get. Yeah, but I'm, I, you know, since I've seen both lists and you've seen my list, there's no way anybody, if anybody well, gets any, well, you saw these, my list too. Um, yeah. I but saw both of your list. Well, <laughs> my goodness, it's scandalous. Um, so we won't be able to, you know, answer the, the people in the chat. The listeners will have yeah. to answer Donald Wayne. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I'm just, you know, probably everybody's getting used to some of the some of the stuff that I play. So it's 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 a mixture, but uh, all right. Well, it's just just they're, they're songs with strange titles. So okay. all right. Well, so let me uh, key up this first thing here. And see, um, and I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you what, I'm, I'm not going to make anybody guess what these are, because uh, I didn't know what they were myself until I found them. Um, all right, what's the first one? Okay, so the first one on my list, <laughs> if you can't live without me, why aren't you dead yet? And that's by the May Day Parade. Uh, never see, nobody ever heard of them. I mean, um, I think BP could have guessed that. <laughs> I don't know if that's an insult or not, BP. <laughs> you, might want, you might want to take offense to that if he thinks that you can guess any of these. Uh, there might be one or two later on. All right, let's. If you can't live without me, why aren't you dead yet? Just right. I hope tonight it will find you. It will remind you that what's holding me 
Obviously, these guys forgot the title of the song, so they haven't sang it yet. You're leaving us crimson? That's kind of catchy. It's kind of a little modern rock, you know? Thank you for joining, Crimson. <laughs> did, did I lose her on that? You, you, you ran Crimson off with that death oh. metal you were playing. Oh, she was already <laughs> leaving, as she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, the next one is, I'm, I'm not going to tell you the name of this one. It should come up pretty quick, but... You can tell me the artist. This one, somebody should guess. From the back door of your life, you swept me out, dear. In the breadline of your dreams, I lost my place. Sounds like Johnny Cash. At the table of your love, it is Johnny Cash. I got to brush but off. I just don't know the name of the song. At the Indianapolis of your heart, I lost the race. I've had to wash down the sink of your conscience in a theater of your love. I lost my part. And now you say you got me out of your conscience. I've been flushed from the bathroom of your heart. I've been flushed from the bathroom of your heart. I mean, how poetic. Well, I call that a number three right there. Um, <laughs> you, you created a new number. Yeah. Eric, Eric right. got three million points on that one for because he got Johnny Cash, but he didn't know yeah. the, name of the song. Okay, well that's All only right. one million points. All righty. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, well, um, so I've got the ones I'm playing are the ten weird. It's a weird cover song. So artists uh, that you wouldn't think uh, that wouldn't even think sometimes it would actually be singing singing uh these cover tunes so let's go with the first one here uh blah 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 oh no load up load up and bring your friends it's fun to lose and to pretend she's overboard She's self-assured, oh no, I know, a dirty word, hello, 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 how low, hello, 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 how low, with the lights out, less dangerous, here we are now, entertain us, I feel stupid, Contagious, here we are now. Entertain us, I'm a lot and albino, a mosquito, my libido. Yeah. Anybody? 
Anybody get the name of that song? Oh, I know, I know, I know. Jess is guessing, guessing Harry Connick Jr. as a singer. No, close, close, though. Um, you can't answer it all, Wayne. I know. I'm wondering if it's Michael Blue Blay. Nope. Oh, look at the big brain on Brad. Um, um, very good, that? Rick. Um, so Rick will actually get uh, he'll get two million points because that is a Nirvana cover done by uh, Paul Anka. It uh, smells like Teen Spirit, done by Paul Anka, a crooner. How could so, you even uh, get that good. as a Nirvana song? By listening uh, to that. Gotta, you gotta listen to the lyrics. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, used to hearing uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana in in that tune, right? I, well, I'm not. I'm not either. I thought it was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so these are the lines right here. I think they should tell. never tamper with a classic, right? Let me get Rick written down here for two million on that one. Woo, don't spend it all in one place, Rick. Um, so let's go I'm surprised this. Courtney Love hadn't sued for that. I know, right? <laughs> uh, so I would doubt with, she's uh, ever heard it. Let's I know. go to the next one here and see uh, who gets this. It was actually part of a movie. Very good, BP. BP is on the board for one million. Now this is a bonus one, so if you get who's singing this one, um, we'll bump that little bad boy up to five million points. Sounds like he's singing a little out of tune. Anybody? Anybody? That sounds so, like it ought to be featured in the Halloween um, movie Rocky Horror Picture Show. Because right. it almost sounds like um, let's do the time warp again. Well, it does. This is actually uh, um, hold on, we're going to get I'm going to get the uh, I know I'm going to get this wrong, so I'm going to pull it up real quick. Uh, so, it's actually Sid Vicious um, on this one. Yeah, it's actually Sid Vicious. Uh, and that's what, that's what I was looking for. So, Sid Vicious, um, actually, uh, it was originally, it was a French song. Oh, not wrong. Yeah. Uh, Paul Anka wrote English lyrics and presented it to Frank Sinatra. So, Paul Anka wrote the song. It became a signature song and a staple of funerals. 
It's been covered numerous times, and either you love it or hate the punk version by the Sex Pistols bassist, Sid Vicious. So, uh, and this is a bit, they've got a video tied to this too, but, uh, and it was also featured in the movie Sid and Nancy, if you've ever seen that. Uh, it's pretty wild to watch. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, got, got a few points on the board there. Very good, people. Very good. Very good. All right. So I had to make a little little change here, you know, uh, from the schedule there, Dennis Lee. Uh, the next song for me, I could not find the version on Spotify that was from Dr. Handy. So, um, oh, no. Yeah. But the, the next song is I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. And, um, this is by Hugh Reed. And I'm hoping, hoping this is, uh, not too bad. I have not heard it yet. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Um, someone's pouring another one. I think I may need a bottle in front of me. Hey, Shuggy, have you got any desperates in the old uh, Kingston? You can't understand me. I don't mind. It's not my fault if you're a couple of drinks behind. I drink when I'm thirsty and I think it's great. The alcohol makes you dehydrate. Yeah, I don't know about that one. The other um, one was actually sung by the doctor that, that wrote the song, and he was he was truly a doctor. Um it was it was actually kind of cute, but I could not find that one on Spotify. All right, let me go to the next one. And I could not find this one by the artist either. Uh hmm. this next one is called Satan Give Me a Taco. And it, <laughs> Indeed, Donald Wayne. It was oh, supposed my goodness. To, it was a song originally done by Jeff Beck, which I'm not sure anybody knows who Jeff Beck is, but um uh, are you okay? uh, here's satan give me a taco i have no idea this is by somebody named eugene it's this ringtone like that uh hope this works out oh my goodness And I ate everyone, and 
And after I was done, the saucer melted off my tongue. Pieces of tortilla. After he was done, the salsa, melt, salsa melted off his tongue. It, you could actually understand the words better when Jeff Beck did it, and it was it was kind of cute. But um, interesting. That's the devil gave me a taco, and it made uh, him sick. Did you hear that the chicken was undercooked? Yeah, uh, BP said it was from the taco. Was from that restaurant earlier with the <laughs> with, with the, the bean, bean dip. dip so, yeah. It could have been. It could have been BP. I, Actually, they were probably dipping the tacos in the bean dip out in the pool. Uh, all right. Well, um, okay. So the two that I have, remember, is $1 million for the title and $3 million for the artist. There's a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold. And she's buying a stairway to heaven. And when she gets there, she knows if those stores are all closed. With a word, she can get what she came for. All together now, with the word, she can get <laughs> what she came for. Makes me want to sing. I know. I, I get some shorts on and go dance in the front yard. Does anybody guess that yet? No, no, well, I mean, the name's been given like 500 times. But she wants to be Nobody sure. recognizes that. Oh, Nobody knows the name of that the song. Hurt. That hurt. <laughs> Is that the kangaroo guy? A lot of words have two meanings. Timey kangaroo down boy. Like in this song, the word to buy. No, I, I keep thinking there's uh, Gilligan's Island, but... <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Ah, BP gets it. BP, he was the only one answering, so he's going to get a combined 4 million points on that one. So, yes. Dollarway gave you the drum roll and soon the clap. Um, So, that is Rolf Rolf Harris. R-O-L-F Harris. Uh, Yes, and he is Australian. uh, It sounds like Tommy Kangaroo now, boy. Yeah, right? Um, well, we have that one available too, but with, uh, with the Wally bees in the it. background. Yeah. Well, there's your didgeridoo. Uh, yeah. I love a didgeridoo. <laughs> um, so here's here's the next one. Uh, Is that that thing you swing uh, around in the air and? No. Oh uh, no, you swing it and you blow it at the same time, Donald Wayne. Oh, well, um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a talent. Yeah. Look at Rick. He uh, got three million points on that one. 
Well, let's get that extra one point. What's the name of the song? I think that's amazing. Oh, Rick gets the full enchilada. Oh, let's see. We need some cheering on that. Uh, Yeah, give Rick the clap on that. There's a... Yeah, that's actually... So that's actually... um, Pat Boone is singing this cover of Enter the Sandman by Metallica, uh, which is entirely weird, so... Yeah. yeah, yeah, way to go, you, Rick. I mean, look at the big brain on Brett. You know, Pat Boone's still alive, right? Is he? Yeah, he's doing uh, commercials uh, for. Uh, from, uh, uh, was final. Oh, is that Austin. the extends commercials? No, 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 oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does that walk-in bathtub commercial. Oh, like well, Pat Boone does. He does oh, a cream commercial. You- the one where you poop in the box as you do that commercial. <laughs> what? <laughs> box. The one where you send off the stool sample. Well, it's not in a oh. box. <laughs> 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 they don't need that big a sample. <laughs> I got it. I bought the discount one, so they sent me a box. <laughs> Just oh my gosh. Okay. I was concerned. When it said Walmart on it, but I guess they do those tests now too. <laughs> oh. oh my A goodness. Box, box, box. Okay. All right. All right. It's your turn, Donald Wayne. So, so this one, I'm just on a roll here. I can't find anybody with the artist that I wanted, but uh, Dead Gum Spotify. So this next song is called You're the Reason Our Kids Are Ugly. So. This oh my by, goodness! By, it's supposed to be by. Uh, <clears throat> well, of course, y'all wouldn't know it anyway. Conway Twitty and Loretta Lynn, but this is Adam Harvey and Becky Cole. You're the reason I'm driving around on recap. Oh. Oh, Sean, look at Sean. He's got the. Uh, he got the clothes outside on the wire. Cool. And you're the reason our kids are ugly, little darling. Bobby looks ain't everything. More money ain't everything. But I love you just the same. You're the reason our kids are ugly. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right Conway that's, Twitty. That's, that's, uh, Slap yeah. in the face there. And Loretta Lynn, huh? Yeah, I actually I actually almost knocked Loretta Lynn down one time. I've told this not on oh, here before. Goodness. Yeah, I was I was going to lunch. She <laughs> was coming up into the building that I was going in. I used to work for a record company and uh we sold records. We didn't make them. And uh she was coming to do a promo and I was going to lunch and I ran into her. I did apologize, but I didn't know who it was back in, in that huh. time period. I did not listen to country music. So, all right. So the next one is, <laughs> this one is a little bit more recent. This is by, uh, well, I'm, I'm just going to, I'll tell you the title and then somebody yeah. might recognize the artist. Let's but see who gets she, the artist. She never told me she was a mime is the name of the song. Oh, <laughs> 
See if anybody can guess the artist. Look at we, got, we got some goodness tonight. Good. We're at Al Yankovic, singer and comedian. I must have missed that song when it came out. He's got a lot of them. He's got a lot of me. Probably made some good money doing those, didn't he? Mm-hmm. All right. Still doing it. All right, here we go. BGs. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> this is a tough one. Yeah, it didn't. I swear that's the BG. Ingredient. <laughs> you should be able to get it now. Oh, Sean, very good. There you very go. Good. What's the name of the song? What's the name of the song? Very good, Sean. All right. It's right. uh, comfortably numb by the Scissor Sisters. Um, I, I didn't even know that was a thing. So, man, good job. <laughs> you don't um, think they sound there. like the Bee Gees? Maybe a, they do sound like the a Bee Gees, cheaper version. Right. right. Uh, well, I, they may take offense to that. Let's see. Now, let's see. This one's going to be difficult. This one is going to be difficult. Yeah, I don't. got a real Celtic sound to it. <laughs> it has been a hard day's night, and I have been working like a dog. 
It's been a hard day's night. I should be sleeping like a log. But when I get home to you, Baby, you I got find it. the things that you <laughs> okay. will make me feel alright. Well, they did give the title you know, there. I work all day to get but money to buy any, if anybody gets the, and it's worth the, it just to hear you say, if anybody gets who's doing the cover, um, you will get an additional five million points. I tell you, this one's tough. I get you alone. You know, I feel okay. Anyone, anyone. So, <clears throat> you may. Everything seems to be right. When I'm home, feeling you, oh. holding me. What? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> My goodness. It's been a hard day's night. <laughs> and I've been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night. I should be sleeping like a log. Can I give a hint, Dennis Lee, without saying who it is? You, I find the things that you do will make me feel all right. <laughs> so you may remember him as the Pink Panther. That would be Peter Sellers doing It's a Hard Day's Night. Um, and he actually put out a album of uh cover songs and and comedy that he he did several comedy albums like that peter sellers did so <clears throat> i thought that one was pretty cool yeah very that, good very yeah good. all right well yeah, let's see i don't well, know we got some fun we got some racking up and some points here I, you uh <laughs> So, do you recognize that group on this next one I've got coming up here, Dennis? Uh, is that no. Okay. Well, all right. well nobody's uh, going to get that then. All right. Well, like I said, nobody really cares. I yeah, mean, I've, the next was, song <laughs> is I've got all this ringing in my ears and none on my fingers. And I've never heard of this group, but let's see. Oh, I, oh I'm way down to. Oh, yes, I know who this is. Okay. All right, we'll see if anybody gets them. Sean, Sean is on fire. Oh, I'm I'm surprised. I'm I'm glad we didn't give the, the name out then. All right, this next one, uh, I let's see, is that one by the right? Yeah, it's by the right person. Y'all never get this guy, but the name of the song is called 
drop kick me Jesus through the goalpost of life. Man, and indeed. That's <laughs> by a country artist <laughs> named Bobby Bear. BP says he remembers that song. Is that scary, Dennis Lee? Well, I think the actual Dallas Cowboys are playing that right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, I, it's I hadn't a, heard that in a long time. <laughs> it's, it's an oldie. It's an oldie. <laughs> but a goodie. And moving um, along. Moving along. Well, very good. So um, I, I believe this little section right here, um, if, this, if anyone gets – uh, this uh, name of this song and um, and gets the uh, and gets the artist. Then um, is that a real thing? Points on this one, yeah. I've never heard of that. What's that? The the artist. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know if I can yeah. say it correctly. <laughs> All yeah. right. Um, so here we go. I think someone just spit on me, huh? Sounds like, oops, I did it again. Eric. All right, Eric. Eric, oh my goodness. But I know it's not, you know, Britney Spears performing it, but it's her song, though. (laughs) I would hope not. You got to ease up on those camels there, Brittany. My goodness. Uh, those are pictures from a long time ago, Donald Wayne. Uh, uh, <laughs> BP, you got that too. <laughs> oh, he's sweating. Uh, no, yep, so yep. I, nobody will ever get the name of this <laughs> no. cover band. I don't. Um, it's called <laughs> Children of Bottom. Is the <laughs> name of the cover band? Um, Children of Bottom, uh, not bottoms, but bottoms. Uh, so, and that's about all I can think of that. So, I think I think that's uh, a, a satanic place, isn't it? Bottom. It could be, or maybe uh, I'm like know, bats and, and you know, rats and all that kind of stuff. Oh uh, my! So this will be another one, um, and, and if you get this one, we'll we'll go with double points on this one too. Uh, 
don't have to be beautiful to turn me on. I just need your body, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, can't help that. <laughs> so, what's the name, BP? What is the name? What's the name of the song? Oh, a little stab. Okay, a little stab. Very good. Uh, a little stab got print. So, that's uh, okay. What's the name of the song? Very good, BP. Very good. Very good. So things were that was a double point round. So ooh, little stab got six million points. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah, this is um kiss. It's uh, done by the Max Rab uh, Und Palace Orchestra. Um, so uh, yeah, Max Rab. And Palace Orchestra. So they have other great hits that they do as well. I think that was more of an Irish sound, so we'll uh, back out of that one. Okay, Don. <laughs> so uh, good job, six million points. Woo. Is uh, do you recognize that that first one on the list there? Uh, no. The the, the person. Okay. No. That, that next one is kind of current, I believe, that uh, other lady artist. But, all right, I'm going to do this, and then uh, I may not do the next one. And we'll uh, we'll round this up. The next song is called Nobody Really Cares If You Don't Go to the Party. And see if anybody can come up with the artist. I think you got a stumper there, Donald Wayne. Nobody knows it. All right. Anybody heard of Courtney Barnett? <gasps> oh, he oh, got it. Oh, oh my gosh. My. I'm impressed. Oh my, I'm, I'm very impressed. impressed. I think I think uh, BP's got to get the whole yeah, four mil I, on that one. I, I think yeah, you gotta you gotta give him big time on that Ooh. one. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you Rick says you might want to give him the clap too. Good job. All right, well let's yeah, yeah, let's go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and give BP the clap. And, the gift you know, that keeps on giving, BP. Since that you. was since that was such such a uh, reach there. We'll just go ahead and whistle too. All right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. There you go. Um was that the end of it? <laughs> I think so. Well, you got one more. You got uh, Well, I instead of doing that, I'm just gonna 
I'm going to read a, a few of these that uh, the titles that I didn't actually, I couldn't find the artist on there. One okay. of the songs was called My Lucky Pants Failed Me Again by Tom oh, Rosenthal. Well, that happens. <laughs> I, uh, I think that's a true story. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure sure why that, how that came to be. Um, and then there was a song called Thank God and Greyhound for by Roy Clark, if anybody's ever heard of him. Oh, um, I love this song. If you don't believe I love you, just ask my wife. And that's by Gary Nunn. <laughs> and uh, another song, You Take the Medicine and I'll Take the Nurse. And that's by William Penix. Pen Pen oh, I thought you said something it's else there. Don't <laughs> and, and the last one, <laughs> last one on the list. <laughs> Oh, well, next, next to the last, I bought the shoes that just walked out on me. And that was by Wynn Stewart. Oh my goodness. Uh, and then one of my favorite songs, she got the gold mine and I got the shaft and that's by Jerry Reed. Oh yeah. Some yep. that he does, he does some good fun songs like that. So anyway, that's, that's the, uh, end of the songs with the strange almost insulting names at some, at some points i mean you know it's your fault mike the kids are so ugly you're the reason our kids are so ugly that's kind of that's kind of mean yeah, a little bit i mean you know um, all right sometimes life is cruel like that um, yeah you gotta toughen up <laughs> well i mean uh, we, we might as well total up the points here it looks like uh, eric got five million rick got six million bp um got 15 million sean got 10 little stab came in there just off the cuff and racked up six million so the winner is bp with 15 million points he might he might need a cheer on that one dollar line yeah Oh yeah, big deeply. Yeah. And we thank for thank everybody for participating in uh, all the runner-up winners. Uh, yes, we appreciate that Biden cheering crowd that uh, provided those sound effects right. for us. Yeah, and no one got the insurrection, so that's very good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> do you do you get the insurrection or or uh, well uh, you create uh, the insurrection according, according to Schumer you do get an insurrection uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> all right Eric are you still there I'm still here <laughs> would would you like to promo for us please sir <laughs> well I think the show's on the Podbean live schedule um I I noticed like Robert decided to do an impromptu show this evening but i think he is on for about another 10 or 15 more minutes um but of course i, I don't know whether you know chris is doing the show this evening or not um or lady me or laura so, but de definitely be on the lookout for them and be on the lookout for crazy town to do a show as well um but otherwise we invite you to you know, wake up with us at 10 a.m. Eastern time for the Thursday edition of Chit Chat with the Old Man. Um, and followed, followed, of course, at 11.30 a.m. Eastern time by the Thursday edition of the John DeVito Show. And John, this Thursday, will have a very interesting guest, you know, uh, like a YouTube uh, podcast star, you know, who battles anxiety and has, like, f therapy pets. Um, that, that should be a very interesting show. And then this Friday, the Old Man podcast will have the the march edition of cooking with dina joe and grammy plus 
Plus, you'll also have the Friday night and Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon music shows the old man does. Um, and also on Podbean daytime on, you know, throughout the day, um, always be on the lookout for Lauren, Pink Squirrel, and Milk Dog to do, like, surprise uh, pop-up shows. And at around 7 p.m. Eastern time, if not 6 p.m. Eastern time, be on the lookout for Jeremy to do the Cummings is Culture podcast followed around 8 p.m. Eastern time by Chuck and Billy's Not Your Cup of Tea. And then at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, it is the Thursday edition of the Slightly Serious Show. And um, and also be on the lookout tomorrow evening around 11.30 p.m. or midnight should um, Chris do the Forgotten Tunes, even though, of course, y'all will still be on tomorrow night. And then hopefully Robert should have his Thursday show on um, after Chris does his show um, and then come the weekend if you're looking for something else and not, and not just Tall Tales of Rabbit Hole you've also got you know other good friends like um, Lyrical Laxatives with John E. Mel and Mike and you've also got the It's Doomsday podcast and you've also got um, you know some of the other podcast friends that come on at Impromptu Times and and you've also got this Friday evening at 9pm Eastern um, I believe it is um, David with Mysteries of the Paranormal. And also be on the lookout should Poetic come back soon with new episodes of The Holy Shift. And also be on the lookout for, for MCL 771 to do some impromptu shows. And and this Saturday, John DeVito will have ha- have two big shows. And I think an interview with like, you know, like an executive at a, at a, at a magazine. And then, and he's also got Amanda on, Saturday evening on his show with an update on the Circle of Hope case. Um, he tweeted about it on Twitter and he, he will have, have more, more information forthcoming on his show. Um, but in, in the meantime, you know, we look forward you know, to, to doing these Trice Talk and Tall Tales episodes soon. And, and Dennis Lee is going to tell you how you can get in touch, touch with those shows and when you can l- look for the live shows. Yeah, well, thank you, Eric. Thank you so much. Um, <clears throat> yeah, if you'd really like to um, grab us, put your arms around us, we'll do that on Twitter at Tristalk WG Moon. That's the safe way and social distancing way to do that. Um, if you want to email us and complain about anything and um, or give a suggestion or try to redeem points that aren't redeemable, Go to tristalk69pts at gmail.com. Um, I encourage you to go to our Facebook page at Tristalk, and that's where we um, download all the show or upload all the shows, and we po- post the articles that we use or put on there as well. So Facebook at Tristalk, um, Spotify at Tristalk, and even Amazon Music at Tristalk. And we're on every Sunday Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern with impromptu shows and mini pods the rest of the time. <clears throat> and if you want to get weird, uh, explicit, but not sick, uh, sicko or um, too freakish um, and try to keep your clothes on, you can come over to Tall Tales in the Rabbit Hole and we've got new hours. We're going to mirror Tristalk, as we will be coming on before Tristalk, excuse me, every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 
will now be the new times for Tall Tales in the Rabbit Hole at 9.30 p.m. in the Eastern Time Zone, and um, where we'll get weird and conspiratorial and, uh, you know, may even talk about your anus. But we appreciate you. We can't do it without you, and thank you so much. You know, oh, you're going to be going on opposite slightly three nights a week now. Yeah, it just uh, it makes more sense um, for schedule wise for me personally to do uh, to do it um, right before we do the show uh, with Trice Talk. So that way, I'm not realistically doing a show almost every night of the week. We're going to try you, it out. You know, the pronunciation of that planet is very important. You know that, right? <clears throat> um, well, some people say Uranus. <laughs> um, Uranus. Like, some people uh, say Uranus. How it's used in the you know, sun is also it's, important, too. It's, it's very different. I mean, oh, well, oh, my goodness, Donald Wayne. Um, <laughs> that would be so horrible. So the new... Uh, so the new tri- like trice talk tall tale schedules take effect you know this coming up sunday i'm assuming yeah so i'll be i'll be going on on sunday at 9:30 as i would usually do and uh and so i'll do sunday tuesday wednesday and thursday as well before right. trice talk yeah so that way i'm not spread out to doing a show every night of the week it gets a little tough on everything else so we'll see right. how that works out yeah. Yeah, I still do the uh the mini pods probably the nights that we don't do this show. Um they're not live right now, but I think by the end of the month I'm going to start doing them live. Maybe if I can work that out and it not be two o'clock in the morning. But um All right. So let me pull this up here. Uh, the closing thought for tonight is a mistake. Oh, wait. No, 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 oh, sorry. Yes. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, BP did uh, throw something out there. Remember, this weekend is daylight savings time. So yes. you will spring forward. Um, you will be losing an hour. So don't forget. Well, we're going to be reminding them again tomorrow night, too. We also right. look forward to that. <laughs> Um, well, it's a good thing that most of my stuff automatically resets itself. Otherwise I'd be in trouble. Right. Well, thank you, of course, to Crimson and to Dr. Love and to Stilo and to Rick and to Sean and Just Duck and BP 49 and, and, and a host of other, you know, podcast friends who were fortunate enough to join us live and look forward to having you back on our next show. And thank you, of course, to the listeners, you know, downloading the published episodes. It means a lot. Love you and God bless. And, um, and we'll have our closing thought, right, Donald Wayne? Yes. Thanks, Eric. And and thanks again for everybody that joined us tonight. Hope you kind of enjoyed our, actually, our first official Wacky Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday. What I say? Wacky? Wacky Wednesday. Um, yeah, thanks to Jeremy Cummings, of course. Of course. And, and Dr. Seuss. We may have to give him a little credit since he came out with that book. All right, the closing thought for tonight is a a mistake repeated more than once is a decision. And that's by Paulo Coelho. I guess we can turn out the lights in this, Lee. And we'll be headed for the door with Steely Dan. This is over. 
Well, we're heading on out of here. Stay safe, everybody. Good night, everybody.